Hello, Shauna the Lore Hunter here, at the Lore Hunter on Twitter, and I make videos on YouTube about video games and their development. Today I'm going to tell you about the Old Hunter Badge. The Old Hunter Badge is a representation of a scythe blade. It is acquired by defeating Yerman, the first hunter. The English description of the badge reads, This hunter's badge, crafted in Germans' time, has no practical purpose, except perhaps to assist in romanticizing about the past. The badge was a special privilege for hunters of the past, and should not be dishonored. It should be left in peace unless one is truly prepared to assume the will of those gone before. The badge unlocks the burial blade in Germans hunter set. Fun fact, the messenger that appears when we acquire the badge is the clapping one with its mouth open at the back of the bat. Hunter for reading that intro for us. Yay! Hi, Richie! Hi, Sin! Hi, Autumn! Hi! Hi, everyone! And welcome to another exciting episode of Badges with Bloodborne! Badges of Bloodborne! Badges with Bloodborne! It's the same thing. Blood, blood badges of Born. No, 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 Autumn! Blood badges of Bereen! What? Richie, explain. No. no. <laughs> and today we have the wonderful Autumn with us. Yay. Autumn, you know our saying in the Snack Covenant? Do I? <laughs> Every podcast could be someone's first podcast. I hope not. Every podcast could be someone's first podcast immediately following you doing a reference to not even Reborn, but a joke that's in one episode of Reborn, a series that not only does no one watch, but... <laughs> as I was saying, as we say in the Snack Covenant, every podcast could be someone's first podcast. So Autumn, could you please introduce yourself to people who see you for the first time? I mean... By that logic, shouldn't you and Richie introduce yourselves? Yeah, also? yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay, Richie, could you introduce <laughs> yourself? Hi, I'm Richie. I used to run a channel. It wasn't as good as this one. Hi, I'm Sin. I used to run a channel that was better than this one until Richie joined. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I am Autumn. I made Jessica that Sin was streaming the other day, if you remember that, if you didn't, go watch it, because it's amazing. Oh my god, that game is so amazing. Literally, game of the year for me. It's so good. I was inspired by watching you play, so I've been drawing more, like, concept art for, like, level design and stuff. Oh wow! Oh my god! I'm amused! Okay, so let's go to our angelic outline. Oh! <laughs> Thank you, Richie. <laughs> Today we're talking about the old hunter's badge. Yeah. Which faction is the old hunter's badge associated with? It is associated with the old hunters. 
Mm -hmm. So now, let's talk about the old hunters. Okay. Do they have a headquarters? It's the, the workshop. The old hunter's workshop? Is that a legitimate question or are you are you like priming me <laughs> to like leading me down explaining something? Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and um who is part of this faction? Well it's it's Gunman's badge. The old hunters. It's true. Yeah. She's right. So this is where the story deepens. Who are the old hunters? That's kind of a good question. Because, like, something that that you've brought up before is that the game considers lots of people to be old hunters when they're, like, still around. But at the same time, it talks about the old hunters all vanishing. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, the old hunters, it just means the hunters of the past. The problem is Alfred and Gascoigne confuse the whole situation. Mm -hmm. And when you say the hunters of the past, you basically talk about hunters like Gurman. It's like there's the different kind of eras of Yarnum, and the old hunters refers to the era that's like immediately preceding the one we're in now, basically. Mm hmm at sort of like the the high point of the hunters being an important thing before it devolved into like civilian militia running around just randomly attacking people. Mhm. Mm and are these the same hunters we find in the nightmare in the beginning of the DLC? Yeah. They are. Mm -hmm. The the confusing part is that they talk about the old hunters as though they're a separate thing to like, there was like the eras where there was the old hunters and then there was the healing church who had their own hunters. And then there's what we have now, but the game also uses the term old hunter to describe any like prior hunter to you. So there's people who qualify as old hunters, but are also church hunters. It's, it's all over the place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, in terms of the characters and NPCs we meet in-game, who are the old hunters that are specifically associated with the faction of this badge? It would be like... Actually, we can figure this out, because we can look at the... The game divides everything into, like, workshop, church, and vile blood. So if we check what's, mm. what's, what's workshop, that gives you an idea of who... So, like... And and where yeah. do you go to check that information, Richie? It's weirdly, it's only in the, um, when you store things in that big chest that you never really need to use because the game doesn't have, like, an inventory weight limit. But if you use that big chest in the dream, it'll divide weapons into different, um... Oh. Yeah. So, like, it would be... It'd be German, obviously. It would be... I think Gratia qualifies. Um, then, like the rife, the the powder kegs would qualify. What about Maria? Yeah, she she'd be there as. Oh, yeah, but she's she's an old hunter because she worked with German, but also mm -hmm. she's technically like all her stuff is qualifies as vile blood stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, 
and then like the the ones in the nightmare who were using like the safe and the the beast cutter and um mm-hmm. the boom hammer what about simon simon came later though didn't he well this is what we mean because like simon's technically an old hunter because he's like from the past but his weapons all qualify as being part of the church so for the purposes of the old hunter badge it's not relevant to him this is why it's so confusing because they throw this terminology around a lot is there like a specific event or anything that determines when something is old or not i think old just means like the past because you know alfred because alfred and gascoin the game calls them old hunters, but they're like, like Alfred is like younger than you are, and the stuff was. Ha- he, he's, but he talks about how he was a hunter in the past, so I guess it means like previous. I but I guess like with, with the point of the badge is that as far as the badge is concerned, it's referring to the hunters that, the hunters that existed before the church took them over, basically. Okay, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. The hunters who existed before the church took them over. Yeah. That means when the hunters had dealings with Bergenworth, they were old hunters? Yeah. The the timeline is like there's the hunters. Then they work with Bergenworth. Then that seems to like that leads to the healing church setting up in Yarnum. But then in Yarnum, like they the hunters massively expand inside of Yarnum. But then after that, the healing church kind of fold them in and take them over. Mm-hmm. So the old hunt, and that's that seems to be around the time that like German disappears. So it's like, so then Ludwig would not be an old hunter. Well, he well this is what this is why it's so confusing because like Ludwig is a hunter of the church. He's after German's time, but okay. he's referred to as being like they call him like the old hunter. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, for the purpose of this specific badge, yeah, Ludwig is not an old hunter. Yeah, you know, you know what this is turning into. What this is turning <laughs> into the way it uses the word executioner to describe three different. Oh I was just thinking about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, for the rep, if we divide it up using the the storage box, mm-hmm. then the weapons that are specific to just the workshop, as in where German and his friends worked, it's the um the saw weapons the axe the ones the old hunters use in the dlc the ones the powder kegs use and um volta's saw and eileen's blade mm-hmm. and then the church is the stuff like the church pick and the kirk hammer and the ludwig weapons mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. So Eileen's blade would be the old hunter weapon. However, yeah. Eileen herself is not an old hunter. Well, this is the confusing part because she's literally an old hunter. She's like a very old lady at the end of her life. And she's been around for ages, but the game doesn't call her an old hunter. But then Alfred, who's like 25, <laughs> and is qualifies as an old hunter. It's just to do with the mechanics of summoning. Okay, but Alfred is a special case. We don't know what Alfred is. He pretends to be an executioner. He pretends to know what's going on. He pretends to know how to kill an Elise. He's a poser. He's a poser, he exactly. Yeah. 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 He's just like, oh, hunters are cool. I'm going to go be one of those. And then he goes, and it's cute. 
Yeah. He basically read up all the information on Bloodborne Hyphen Wiki and he's like, this is cool. Like, well, no, I want to do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is basically what he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, Richie. Thank you, Autumn. So now let's move on to the next question. What does the faction stand for? Um, I think we kind of covered that when we were like, it's the hunters that were before the church hunters. But we didn't cover it because the question is basically, what are their morals and values? If you want to get specific, the moral, the, the difference is that the, the workshop hunters are designed to hunt small beasts. And then the church hunters are more like an organized military that are designed mm-hmm. to deal with they're designed to deal with there being tons of beasts and they're designed to deal with the beasts being much larger. Mm-hmm. So the church hunters are more like knights. Whereas the workshop hunters are more like like lone sort of agents, I guess. So you just said the workshop hunters. Yeah. So that would have been a better division, maybe called the old I'm doing like air quotes, old hunters. The hunters of the workshop. Yeah, like something like yeah. that, and then yeah. the other old hunters called them like the yeah. church hunters or whatever. You, you can see in game that like the workshop where they all made their stuff, it's like hidden away, it's forgotten, and it looks like it's mm-hmm. been burned down and ransacked. And then looming over that is the giant, um, like the tower that's the church workshop. But the church workshop has, by the time the game starts, also been abandoned. So. Like, there's nothing left, but those are, like, the three stages. And there's references to, like, there's a hidden workshop that we don't go to where the executioners made their stuff. But they seem to have just folded into the church, like, mechanically. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do the old hunters have allies? Um, The healing church. Before the healing church, like, took them over. I guess. I guess Bergen was before that. Um, I guess, but then like, we don't ever see that phase in the game. You're concerned that we're talking about something we don't see in the game, Richie? <laughs> <laughs> really? What I mean is, like, the DLC, the the earliest point in that is already after they've kind of split. Hmm. But like I, I, I guess like some, something that we've talked about that the game doesn't like ever come out and say, but I think is sort of implicit is that there was always a beast problem in Yarnum, and there were always hunters dealing with it, and that's why it's this legacy that dates back so far. And what the Healing Church did was they just made it worse. So like presumably German was always like German the beast hunter, and. But, like, there were just... Because we know, like, there's the catacombs underground and there's, like, beasts in the catacombs and stuff. And he presumably was just dealing with the... Like, beasts would come up out of the catacombs and stuff. Or people would be, yeah. you know, messing with blood and changing. So, you know what? I guess I guess the allies would be, like, anybody who hired them or anyone they protected. Like, Yarnamites could be their allies because they, they were, protected yeah. them beasts. Yeah. The German okay. says that. He says, like, the... He, he says, like, oh, they've long forgotten the hunters in Yarnum. That's why they attack you indiscriminately. Huh. Cool. Thank you. Now, do the old hunters that we're talking about in this podcast 
have enemies? Beasts. <laughs> Other hunters. Other hunters, beasts, everything and everyone. Yeah, everything is a good way of putting it. There's the amygdala, because they specify that like they all disappeared one night, which presumably was the amygdala, like snatching them and taking them to the nightmare. Oh yeah, cause. cause. <laughs> There's a pretty big deal there that, like... How so, Richie? Elaborate, please. Well, you know when you go to, like, the the hamlet and there's a guy and he's saying, like, a curse upon them and their children and their children forevermore, let their blood be eternally cursed. And then you see that they've all gone crazy and they're trapped in hell. And and they all disappeared because a giant spider stole them and took them to this weird... Buddhist hellscape to be tormented for eternity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's that. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yeah, and if you're talking about German, it's like doubly specific because he's tormented by the orphan in his sleep. Right. Yeah. And what did he do to be tormented by the orphan? Uh, he he cut its uh, mother open and killed it, and then the orphan was dissected. And neither of them are very happy about this. Oh. Man, sometimes when you think really deeply about Bloodborne, well, it's very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Disturbed, <laughs> yeah. This is five disturbing Bloodborne fan theories. Well, <laughs> the first time I played Bloodborne, I stopped playing it for like a year because it was like giving me too many nightmares. Yeah. Oh my god. I did get like, not not like nightmare responses, but I, I did get sort of like squicked out by what it was doing. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it to go in that direction, and when it started getting all obsessed with infanticide and stuff, I'm like, do I want to keep going? Mm-hmm. I did eventually finish it, though. Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, I don't know yeah, about that. Yeah, I haven't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someday, Emily will help me finish this game. <laughs> I thought this game was okay. But then Richie showed me a shirtless bag man, and it's my number one game now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's been getting I love a lot of tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you, Autumn. Thank you, Richie. Now, we kind of touched on that question, but maybe we could reiterate because we talked a lot. What is the story of the old hunters, the ones we're talking about in this podcast? So, like, I'd say that the story of the old hunters is that there's always been this group of people in Yarnum who had to deal with the beast problem, because it was kind of always there. Mm -hmm. And then when Bergenworth started exploring the weird catacombs under Yarnum, they were like, we need someone to protect us, because we're a bunch of academics and we can't fight. Hey, you old guy with the scythe can you and your friends come with us? So they got, like, connected together, and then that ended up with the them going to the fishing hamlet and committing this, like, horrible atrocity where they massacred the hamlet and murdered Cos and stole her child from out of her, and then the child died as well. And then that led to, like, this split where the healing church were formed out of, like, a Bergenworth splinter group. And they took the hunters with them. So 
then as the healing church experimented the beast problem in yarnum got worse so they recruited more and more hunters and that just kept expanding and expanding until the healing church folded the hunters into itself so then they stopped being two separate entities and they just became the hunters of the church wow well well said sounds like you know a lot about this game is this the is this proceeding and going, why don't you try getting a life? <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, we have a message from outer space. Oh, what is it? Hang on, we'll just tune we'll just tune all the SETI project into this. Okay. Alright. Get a life, bitch. Oh, E.T. <laughs> <sighs> you know, they say not to me people you admire because you'll be disappointed but like it, all these calls we've been getting from E.T. lately I just he's nowhere near as, as cute as I remember and I don't know if like that was just very selectively edited or if time has changed him it's like he's been on the bottle a bit and uh, alright so, <laughs> um, oh, my phone is ringing. I wonder if it's AT. Hello? Three hours later. In the beginning of the podcast, you were like, oh, I'm just wondering if Bill Brutus is going to show up. Well, guess what? Your sister is here. Bill Brutus and Motherland Brutus passed by to give us some sweets. That's nice of them. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So you see, Bill Brutus was like, am I called upon? Somebody mentioned me. <laughs> Okay, so. 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 Back to the outline. (laughs) So let's move on to point number two. Is there a specific person the badge is associated with? German? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like literally it's patterned after his scythe blade. Oh. oh, that's right. It yeah. looks like a mini scythe. Yeah. yeah. Me, I thought it looked like a cat claw. Yeah. The yeah. other day, uh, we found Corvo's claw, and my boyfriend was like, we should make a necklace with this. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you saying that? It's the Corvo Hunter badge. <laughs> Corvo Hunter badge. Maybe um, German had a pet. Maybe German had a cat. And he actually modeled this badge after his cat's claw. Yeah, and it just yeah. happened to look like the scythe. Yeah, and then based on that, he made a scythe. All right, yeah, that works. Uh-huh. Because there's no cat beasts in Bloodborne, so if you had a cat, that would you would absolutely be sure it wasn't dangerous. <laughs> is, this, is this shade at me? Is that shade at me, Richie? It is, is now. I wasn't planning I- to say that. I was going to talk about Indurasine when cats are like good luck and a ward against monsters, but you have just reminded me of the time Corvo almost gouged your eye out mid-podcast. <laughs> so. so clumsy, she picked up Corvo and almost ended up without an eye. I'd say that's more of a problem with Corvo, though. Like it's No, not- it actually wasn't. I literally just picked him up and I just did it wrong, and he was like, uh, what's happening? <laughs> he was he was literally just trying to gracefully leap out of my arms into the yeah, beyond. Up a cat with your face. And I like my face was just in the way of its paw. 
Like, I mean, even I can't blame Corvo, considering my history. Oh, I'm a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Long story short, we're not going to specifically talk about Gurman right now in section two of the podcast because we have a lot of podcasts on Gurman. Like, we have a whole solo lore you and I worked on yeah, yeah. Um, called okay. Willem Bergenworth. We have... Fire <laughs> Banks in it. Yeah, and the little yeah. slug who cannot lie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we also have like all those podcasts about Maria, Doll, Lawrence, Moon Presence, like so there's just Gurman is you know what? Gurman is in the same category as the stove. <laughs> We're just gonna move to point number three. <laughs> okay. The creation of the badge. <laughs> so who made the badge? Probably German. Yeah. I don't think Probably so. Probably German. You don't think so? I don't know. I don't think okay. so. Who do you think us. made it then if German didn't? Whoever made the doll. Hate you. <laughs> I don't think they do a very good job of making it seem like German made the doll. That's not the same as he didn't, because I think, like, the game does tell you that it's just like. Not. Yeah. Well, I was talking to Richie, and I was talking about how I think it would make more sense if someone like a doll maker made the doll, because it's an intricate doll. Like the you talked about it in your previous videos, Richie. It's a Karakiri doll, yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like no. German is a doll maker. I feel well, do like. You, do you want me to go into this? Yeah. This is like. This is stuff. Okay, no, this is legitimately stuff people won't know because it's from like old builds that haven't been like documented yet um in the the super super old stuff german's clothing what we now consider to be german's set is called the doll makers set right but you'll notice that it's not really what the boss version of german wears because german's model completely changes when he goes into boss mode and like we've talked about this yeah. a bit before but it looks very much like the german character is actually two characters that they kind of comp like compress together into one so it looks a lot like there may have been like the first hunter and the doll maker were separate characters and then they made them into one guy called german and then said that he made the doll and that's why it's kind of vague because you're saying he doesn't seem like he made the doll and like you're you're right because like there's bits where he's like crying in his sleep and he doesn't ever say like maria or something like that and his response to the doll is he's just like creeped out by it. So it does like if if there wasn't a DLC and there wasn't a Maria, I think this is what I assumed when I started talking about it that there was like a sep like some separate person made the doll. Mm -hmm. But then they just they sort of made that into German. Yeah. Are we gonna gloss over that I just literally predicted content yet again? What part of it? The doll maker. I feel like Rich underestimates my ability. I don't underestimate your ability. You're very good at predicting things. Bloodborne 2 2025. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I I reckon 2025 will get some new, like, from software, like, <laughs> horror RPG, and then... No, no, we'll get it in 2022, like, after Elden Ring. And then in 2025, Lance and I will be going over some files and we'll find out it was Bloodborne 2. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> I think Elden Ring will come out in 2022. You think it's 2021? I know it's 2021. You know! 
How yeah. do you know? Because I know people who know people. Oh, Richie knows people. Are they also loracles? Are you saying there are loracles out there more powerful than me? Well, no, because they, they just know they don't have to predict it. <laughs> okay. But I mean, I said 2022. So if it does come out in 2021, that's okay, pretty you, close. You, you know what? You know what? Maybe there'll be DLC in 2022. Maybe. And you'll still there be right. Go. And the DLC yeah. will actually have the Elden Ring in it because they'll they'll leave it out <laughs> of the base game due to <laughs> due to time constraints, and then you'll be correct in that the Elden Ring came out in twenty twenty two. Yes. All right. Thank you. Um. Okay. So now let's get back on track. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's talk about in the game that we got, including the DLC. Yeah. Just using that information, who made the badge? Probably Gurman. Probably yeah. Gurman. Yeah. Well, it says like, hang on, it's um, it says like when and where it says it was crafted in Gurman's time. The hunter's badge, crafted in Gurman's time, has no practical purpose except perhaps to assist in romanticizing about the past. Yeah, and says so the badge was a privilege for the hunters of the past. So like. Oh, um, did Gurman? Yeah. yeah, did Gurman make his own site? Yeah. Okay, because I was about to be like, whoever made the site probably made the badge. It was like a set, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's why the badge looks like the scythe. Yeah. Okay, if you want, if you want to be totally specific, it doesn't say he made the scythe. It just says he wielded it. Yeah. The scythe just says it's a masterpiece. Yeah. It says it's a masterpiece, but it also looks like a weird, janky thing tied together <laughs> with strings. Yeah. So it looks like somebody took the amygdala arm and just shoved a sword on it, and was like, "Okay, yeah. it's a masterpiece." The, and the badge are at least like in a similar style and quality, so whoever yeah. made one probably made the other one as well. Yeah. yeah. There's also multiple burial blades, just to make it even more confusing. If you go in in the 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 workshop and the church workshop, there's like all these scythes hanging from the ceiling. Mm. Yeah. Are they the exact same? I think it's the same model, yeah. And there's like oh. one above the bench in the workshop. Oh. To reiterate, so whoever made the scythe probably made the badge. Like it yeah. came in a set. It's really cute. I'm imagining a cute set, like with a box and everything, and there's a compartment for the scythe and a compartment for the badge. But it doesn't have to be German because just because German knows how to wield a weapon doesn't mean he knows how to make one. Okay, you know? if, if you want to get hyper specific about timelines, right? Yeah. German's clothing, it says the clothing existed before the workshop. And he just made adjustments to the clothes he normally wore. Then if you look at the scythe, it says the scythe defined the array of weapons crafted at the workshop, which also yeah. makes it sound like it was before the workshop. So German probably, like he, he probably made it, like you were saying it looks really janky and he probably made it yeah. out of just like an actual scythe. He looks like fitted a hinge to it. Mm -hmm. Well, the, so also the burial blade and the blades of mercy are made out of the same material. Yeah. Ciderite. Ciderite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they probably just had, like, a weaponsmith that made a bunch of stuff. I yeah. doubt German was doing it by himself. Yeah. So let me look at the burial blade. I want to see the quality of the burial blade. I mean, sorry, not the burial blade. Um, what's that the blade weapon? Mercy? 
Blades of Mercy, yeah. They, they, look, look, they look quite similar. similar. Yeah. They're very similar. And the Blades of Mercy says it's the oldest, one of the oldest weapons of the workshop. So I, I think there was probably just like a weaponsmith, some unnamed mm. like jerk who is building weapons. <laughs> and Autumn, you're making me think that's like maybe there was more than one weaponsmith, right? Because like the burial blade and the Blades of Mercy are made from the same material and they're not like mm-hmm. super intricate. Whereas something like Simon's bow blade is just like a lot more complex. I think the bow blade specifies it was the yeah the bow blade's part of the church and like you can see hmm. that the church workshop is that massive like multi-story tower thing, whereas German's workshop is just this little tiny house. Interesting. Yeah. In the tiny workshop, they probably had like this freelance weaponsmith who would come yeah. in like once a week, make them some weapons. Whereas in the church, they had somebody in house doing all these crazy things. What if the doll is the blacksmith? <laughs> That's so cute. Uh, you come in and she's like doing the Andrew animation, like. <laughs> and it's talking her with a little hammer going. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. I was thinking she'd be like Inspector Gadget and like her hands would like open up and there'd be a hammer inside and she'd just. Do that. Oh God. Her chest just opens up and it's a fucking furnace. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. You know, it presses the little the her like brooch is actually a button. Yeah. You know, it transforms yeah. her into like a furnace monster. Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. Sorry. I'm just gonna make this a character in a game now because it's right. Do it. Do it. My idea, TM TM TM. <laughs> TM TM TM. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, everyone. Okay. So Basically, either German made the badge or whoever made the burial blade made the badge with it. I think it's probably well, German because it, it looks wait, like wait, it's wait, 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 wait. Yeah. What if whoever made the Blades of Mercy made the badge? <sighs> I mean, what if it's... Right. What difference does it make? Oh, I guess the badge gives you the burial blade? Yes. Okay, never mind. Okay. Oh, Richie. Oh, look at Richie being like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is this is the thing, right? I hate it when people sigh and backseat game people when they're doing from <laughs> software because it's like yeah, these games are really confusing. A lot of stuff's not explained. You won't know what you're doing. But we have been talking about this game for five years without stopping, without a pause of longer than maybe two or three days, and there's not that many weapons in the game. And yet we don't have an episode about Yosefka. Thank yeah. you, Richie. We don't have an episode about Yosefka, but we do have a gigantic <laughs> episode about Willem that talks about Tyra Banks at one point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So now, um, why did they make the badge? It has no practical purpose. Yeah. It says it's a privilege for the hunters, so it would be like a sign that you're a member of the hunters. It's like an emblem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the badge is either like a necklace or a charm, and you like wear it to signify like, you know. Yeah. I'm an old hunter. Yeah. What do you think, Autumn? Um Yeah. 
Well, since it doesn't have a purpose, uh, and it says it's a special privilege, it's probably just like whoever made it was like, you're cool. Here's a badge. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. And when did they make it? German's time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the outline. Somebody made a note for German's birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, I know you love that sword side. <laughs> love sides. <laughs> oh my god, you didn't. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Richie. Mm -hmm. Now, the last question in section three. How did they make it? And Autumn wrote science. Yeah. Thank you, Autumn. <laughs> Do you think it's also ciderite? Probably. I mean, it it's the same, same as color the as yeah. like the scythe and the burial or the blades of mercy. So. Yeah, and it's got this this like inscription on it. Sin, I'm just going to look at the raw images of the burial blade extracted directly from the game files. I tried so hard to make this podcast seamless, and so when I ask Richie to do take two autumn, Richie purposefully changes his voice and goes, okay, <laughs> Now my favorite thing is to go, Sin, it looks like you have something to say. Or, Sin, I've been wondering. <laughs> Um, it does look like the same material, yeah. Okay. Thank you, excellent. How does the badge make the items available to the hunter? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think what Sin is trying to tell Sin is that <laughs> it's like jangling keys in front of a cat. You do that in front of the messengers and another one pops up and it oh, gives you... Right. Also, yeah. it's specifically the messenger that's grabbing its head with its mouth really wide open. It's like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, and I just noticed recently, I don't know if I noticed this before and forgot, when you go up to the messengers and like uh, press, you know, X or whatever, they look at you. Like before that, they're yeah. just chilling and they're like, I'd yeah, like to yeah. buy something. I'm like, okay, cool, what's up? It's very cute. It is cute. And how is the badge connected to the items it is associated with? Well, it looks a bit like the blade of the burial blade, but we can't talk about that. Okay. Also, German is totally wearing gloves. Yeah. At least as a boss. Yeah, that's that's the thing that like the clothes you get from him are like a mess in like he, he German is literally two different characters that they stuck together to the point where mm -hmm. like We've talked about this before, but if you look at the, if you remove the textures and look at the two Germans, they have completely different facial structures. They just have the same texture applied. Yeah. Yeah. They have completely different clothes, too. Yeah. Kind of a hat. Yeah, he's got the, like, the boss version's got a top hat, and then the um, chair version has a little rumpled hat. Because those, those are just the clothes of the wheelchair version. That's the they mm -hmm. were called the Dollmaker set in the early. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Autumn. Thank you, Richie. Now, number five, the last part. The badge. Yeah. Is this badge connected to any other badges? It'd be connected to the other workshop badges. 
because they'd all be from the same era. Oh, okay. Like which ones? Like the saw, like it'd be before like the saw hunter badge, and maybe around the time of like the crow badge, because it's like old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Richie. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> okay. What are your thoughts on the design of the badge? It's kind of bland. Yeah, it looks like it's like this is the badge that they start out with, and then you know when they get good, they make like the cosmic eye badge or something. Do you think it's like a dog tag, and every hunter that worked under Gurman got like their name engraved on a burial blade? That Maybe. could be it, because there is, like, writing on the badge, you know? Yeah, yeah. and, like, some, something I was going to say before, mm -hmm. and then you say, <laughs> is that the burial blade, like, it, it's not visible in the menu icon, but if you look at the actual blade model, it's covered in all this, like, runic text and, like, weird designs and stuff that you can't actually see in-game. They're just mm -hmm. on the normal map that it uses to do, like, depth. So they're, like, engraved all along it are all these, like, stars and, like, um, arrows and things. It, it, it's, like, it's it's clearly some existing, like, script that they've, they've shoved on there. And we don't know what mm -hmm. it's from, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And what alternative design would you suggest for the badge? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like an actual scythe would be a little tacky. Yeah. <laughs> also, I just sent you this is what the badge should look like. Oh my god! Where is this from? That's from, I'll send it to Autumn as well. This okay. is from, this is from my friend's Redbubble store. Oh, like a little uh, graphic charm. Yeah, like, like on a shrinky dink. It's yeah. Really oh, cute. Yeah, yeah. What's the name of the Redbubble store? Uh, I'll write it out. It's uh... her name is actually really hard to remember, so I just searched Gurman and found her that way. <laughs> she has a lot of Bloodborne stuff in her store. I, ha I have. I was wearing one of her shirts yesterday with Rom on it. So her store name is Tinda Los Malakia. She's who I refer to when I talk about Mel. Oh, that's Mal. Yeah, okay. That's Mal. Yeah, yeah. Mal slash Bell Ringer Cat slash Bell Ringer Arcanist, depending on which platform you're looking at her on. Cute. Awesome. The next question is what effect yeah. would you propose for the badge? I think when you have the badge equipped, you should be able to go Super Saiyan like Gurman does. So yeah. your hat gets bigger, and you get taller. <laughs> I I would um, make it, like, do a special kind of visceral if you had the scythe, where you do, like, an execution move with it, because no. that's German's whole thing, yeah. I would give it the effect of you being able to make more dolls. Oh, yeah, like little ones. Because I, I was imagining, like, collecting the gnomes in Fallout 3. You just have all oh. these dolls lying around the workshop. Wouldn't that have been a great set piece if you found the abandoned workshop and it's full of half-completed dolls? 
that he's abandoned. So there's like, they like have no faces and there's like ones with just like a hand lying there. That would have been really creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen Ghost in the Shell 2? A long time ago. Because there's all those like really creepy scenes in it. Because they the doll designs in that are the same, like the ball jointed doll. Right. Yeah. Doll. Yeah, and there's all those scenes where like the faces are half removed, and you see like the mechanics of the mouth and the eyes like poking out. Oh, yeah. And they're like yeah. spasming around. Yeah. 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 What was the point of that, Rich? We were talking about cute <laughs> little dolls, like basically those. Um, what do you call those? Those pop shit. Funko Pops. Yeah, yeah. And you go, well, let me talk about something creepy. Why? Okay, we'll talk about Funko Pops then. Also, Funko Pops are creepy as fuck, honestly. No, they're not. Yeah. You're the only one who thinks they're creepy. No, they're very creepy. There you go. They're cute. They're cute like Reborn. They're literally modeled uh-uh. after Reborn. Yeah, no. that's, part, that's part of why they're creepy is that they remind me of Reborn, <laughs> who's a baby with a gun. Have you seen the Funko Pop of Kirby? I'm gonna Google it. Oh my god! It's square! Yes, it's Funko Pop. You know how they have those square melons? Uh, Did they put a baby Kirby in a box? And that's how he got square? That's horrible. (laughs) That was... Badges of Bloodborne episode 3? The Old Hunter Badge With special guest Autumn And intro read by The Law Hunter Richie, could you do it again But with a little more enthusiasm this time? Going for 80 minutes I'll just go get the baby now. Ow! Cut it out! (laughs) That's that's the voice we've given Murgo. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a baby! I'm cute! I'm cute! Go, 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 go! Leave me alone! Reborn, what do you think about Murgo? Hey! <laughs> Thank you, Reborn. Ciao, <laughs> Sue! Ciao, Sue! <laughs>